When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Podcasts are words. Irish. Irish words. And words from Ireland. I'm Dark O'Shea. I'm Emer Duffy. I'm Clodagh McGinley. And we have a very special guest for you today. Um, you might, might know him as the comic genius behind the Irish Mammy's books. And his recent book is called um, Anne Divine is Ready for a Close Up. He launched my book last year. Very grateful to him. It is, of course, Carl Marie. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me in. <laughs> I'm absolutely delirious. I never know how effusive to be in these situations because normally it's like I walk out onto the stage and shouting at people but it just seems yeah. it is more genteel here to just talk to you. I think so but I also think the chill is overrated. Yeah. Some people are just trying so hard to be like yeah man totally whatever you know I suppose it's the best show this week I don't know man totally yeah. cool. And you can always edit out if it's too effusive you can't put it in after so you know That's, that's true. So, hey! Hey! <laughs> Up the yard, up yeah. the county. <laughs> so, one of the things we wanted, we've been meaning to talk about for a while, it, it comes up very frequently just in the nature of us talking about the experience of being Irish speakers in a world that doesn't completely get us, being, you know, kind of a fauna shaped, kind of a um, uh, fauna shaped stubs trying to fit into round holes. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, it's a, uh, one of the things is the, is, uh, is the phenomenon of names and the importance of names. And as a father who is also an author, you have, uh, Calm, you have been in the business of picking names for literary children and physical children. That's right. Yeah, I... Which carries the biggest pressure? Naming well, your kids or naming your characters? Well, with naming children, <laughs> you uh, you don't have to worry so much about plausibility. You're, it's more variable. Like you think mm. if you have to shout out into a group of children, will shouting out their name identify your children solely or will it be one of a ton of that name of that year and with naming uh fictional characters it's almost well, obviously it's how they're how they read you know how they look on the page and if a name jars on the page by being anachronistic or it's just that person is too young to have a name like that or if you give them that name you kind of need to explain what their parents are like like why would they be called Iolanti you know then they must be a certain type of parent so I and also and also in naming real children, you definitely do think about how does it reflect? What will people think of you wandering in there? Who do you think you are naming your child like that? But uh, yes. we were we, 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 we went somewhere in the middle. So it's almost like 
naming children whose names are between 11 and 20 on the top 20 IS, or CSO, <laughs> you know, yeah. so Lily and Ruby are kind of in that area mm. and uh, and are also nice and short, uh, won't be confused at American passport control and um, are names of things that are unlikely to uh, inspire a huge scandal later on, even though Ruby, all her all her inspirations were so Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. I'm not sure what the Ruby in that song is. Uh, Don't mm. take your love to town. Ruby is a prostitute. And <laughs> Ruby Tuesday was a groupie. So mm. it was all strong female role models for her in their own way. Um, Fair enough. And, uh, also, they're not going to have any real difficulty like calling out their email over the phone in a few years time. Exactly. I mean, in a few years when they're at email reciting age. Well, yeah. but that that should be, I think you're spot on unless an alternative spelling takes off in the yeah. meantime so that they have to say, look, no, the original Ruby, not R-H-U-E-B <laughs> apostrophe Y-E or something. Yeah. Oh, I know that feeling. Yeah. Oh, this, uh, completely. And this, it's so for me, for us, we, we, the tests I had come up with and I was interviewed for a blog about Irish names and one of the tests I came up with my two kids was the, the whole name has to you know, the, the first name has to match the surname and it's like Lily O'Regan, Ruby O'Regan, actually they work and the big thing is the test. The whole name has to. Does it work with professor, doctor, or president in front of it? That's good. Mm. Yeah, oh. good solid solid test. Yeah. So you know, Doctor Lossriani, hey, uh, President Art O'Shea, definitely um, Doctor Art O'Shea. Def, that sounds right. Mm. You know, these things. You know, it's a good balance to it. Well, a big thing was I didn't want my daughter's name to be a pet's name. A pet's name can't be a human's name. Once a human name becomes a pet's name, it's no longer a human name. I love animals with human names. Yeah, though. Oh, Pat sure. oh my god, <laughs> I. Love animals of people names. Well, I think Herbert. I could get, I could, I could support a dog called Declan. Oh my god, <laughs> I would so call my dog called like Declan. I think I know a, a tortoise called Herbert. Oh, that's so cute. That's yeah, like, that's oh my god. brilliant. Herbert is a good name for a tortoise because it does evoke an elderly retired major who lives yeah. two doors down, yeah. who keeps an eye on the street for you, and <laughs> you if you haven't seen him in a while. You go, I better go check on Herbert, which <laughs> yeah. is pretty much the same with tortoises. Like, they don't move that yeah. quickly. But the thing about the pet's name was the um, in the crash, they've started abbreviating Lasserina to, or a while back, we noticed they were abbreviating Lasserina to, uh, to Lassie. 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 Uh, like, that's the ultimate pet name. <laughs> or, you know, the, the, but obviously oh. it's a... Uh, but uh, it, there's a Lasserina in my book. Um, mm-hmm. She's a friend of Freya, who's the 14-year-old, uh, extremely um, activist character in the book. Um, they have a podcast together in it. <laughs> it hasn't I haven't really put bones in it yet, but it's towards well it's not a spoiler to say it's towards the end of the book called The Culture Feminist. And uh but she's Lasserina, but she's Lossy mm-hmm. based on it being not abbreviated Earwise rather than read wise, if you know what I mean. So I was, I was asking you about Lassie. Has, has yeah. Lassie come up as a? It's well. It's, it's the, the big thing is it's 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 yeah. It's it's, it's la- loss rather than lass. And, yeah. and these are like subtle nuances. And this this comes into the every now and then um, certain um, certain rhubarb munching uh, partitionist broadcasters will say that <laughs> there's a big, big issue with people Irish kids referring to their mothers as mom instead of ma'am. I was like. That's a mom is Irish, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, if you use the Irish pronunciation of mom, it's awam. You know, mm-hmm. it sounds like mom, which is the American mom, but they're not taking it from America. They're taking it from the Irish. And, and this is uh, definitely true because you find moms in the middle of Lyra Campon and Gneve Gwille and mm-hmm. Mitchellstown and Representing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you, like, and it's almost like it's 
it's skip. So it's mam, mam, mammy. Like mum, I'm a, I don't agree with. <laughs> but I'm, so I'm mam, mammy, mam. I call my mother mama. And then, but further west you go, you're more likely to encounter moms. And there's also a strange anomaly down in quite country uh, of calling your mother mother, but not in a mama, mother, mother, you know, mother, <laughs> fetch the... Can I? Shall I play piano for our guests, mother? Just like <laughs> mother, mother, cordial, mother yeah. what's going on, mother? Like, <laughs> yeah. and it's I don't know where that comes from. You see it sometimes in Wexford, actually. Yeah. Kind of a yeah. the bit of the um, what do you call it? What do you call the language down there? Oh, I know. Yola kind of yeah, the, the, vibe. The, the, um, the Yola vibe. They're they're very um, they're very direct people, the Wexfordians. Yeah. They're uh, you know it's um. Well, I turn on the television for your mother. Like it's, but <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't expect to hear mother in that in that yeah. context. I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm trying to get my mam's attention I'd be like mom whereas if I'm talking about her I'm like oh my mam yes but then sometimes like everybody just calls her mammy duffy okay so like she's mammy duffy on my phone she's mom if I'm looking for her or she's mom if I'm talking about her are you favourite daughter on her phone or favourite um, child well I should be because I'm her only one. <laughs> oh really <laughs> <laughs> favourite favorite daughter that I know of yeah <laughs> <laughs> and if you're being passive aggressive or sarcastic to her, do you have any alternative versions? That never happens. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually, I don't know what you're talking about. There's um, it's something that kind of still horrifies me. And it's like, say, if I'm if I'm very kind of, um, if I've been rubbed the wrong way, I might refer to my mother as Bernice or, you know, thanks, Bernice. If she gives me some advice that I feel that is something that we already know. And it's like, it's the advice is almost like a kind of a, is more like a warning that, you know, I don't expect you to do this right. <laughs> oh my God, I call okay. my mom Phil all the time. Yeah, but like she, yeah. she, she takes it though. It's, uh, whereas I think yeah, she's like, oh, my, uh, my, my mother does not care to be referred to by her first name, by her children. Oh, mm. oh, she's one of those. Yeah, no, I think from the age of about three years old, I used to just call me mom Phil. Yeah, I, I, the other end of the spectrum, I heard like, my father call my mother Eileen one day. I thought they were getting a divorce. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole foundation of I was like twenty two or something. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, Bernice is uh, so I know there's a Bernice Harrison who writes in the Irish Times. It's it's definitely not a newish name. It's probably fifty or over kind of name, is it? It's yeah. It, it would be in that kind of a, it would be in that kind of sphere. And in fairness, my mom would have been a, it would have been a teenage pregnancy if it was uh, if it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> is she a Bernie or is she always Bernice? Oh, never Bernie. Never Bernie. Never okay. Bernie. Oh. There's such a difference, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Mm. The connotations, like. Mm. And there's a. I think there was recently there was a, a there was a film called The Artist, which is huge at the time, has been completely forgotten. Like it's never on television. It was that's the silent film. Oh, yeah. oh the dog. And it had the dog. Yeah. And but there were the actresses, an Argentinian actress in it called Bernice Bijou. And um, around the same time, there was a, I think it was a Bond girl who was also called Bernice. It looked my man was delighted. The name was making a bit of a comeback. Mm-hmm. Didn't catch. Didn't, didn't quite take, catch. No. And uh, so so she's Bernice, but there wouldn't. It's still rare enough. Like mm-hmm. at, even at her. Oh, I can't say vintage. <laughs> but her her decade. An interesting thing about it is that when 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 my grandparents went to, went down to do some baptizing, <laughs> yeah. uh, the priest was like, "Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's something missing. You feel you didn't fill in a box. You know, this the saint's name that goes in front. Yeah. You can't just be calling your child anything you want. It has to be a Mary or an Anne or a Bernadette or something in there because yeah. it's." In those Halasan pre-Vatican two days, the everyone had to get an old saint's name stuck on them. That's yeah. really true. Yeah, my mum, like her name is Paula, but she's Mary Paula on her passport and Mary Paula. Like everywhere else, she despises it with her whole heart. But it's just, it's yeah, it's really interesting. And also you were 
forced by sort of tradition to, you were further limited by the ancestral name. So the first grandson mm-hmm. is paternal grandfather's first name and then first granddaughter is maternal grandmother. And mm-hmm. it just, it goes, it alternates between them. So if you get to have more than 12, then you might get something as outlandish as an Alice, uh, you know, yeah. Aloysius or something. But mm. prior to that, it's all the Johns, Johnny Pat Mikes. You know, that's why the, the mm. especially down the Gaeltacht, the names are just uh, appended on. Yeah. You know, the yeah. Mike, Mike Deneen, Mike Paddy Andy kind of thing, just in order to differentiate from 15 others of the same name. Yeah, when, when my, my dad's hometown around Khmer, and we knew uh, there was a Mickey, Mickey, Mickey Ned. which would now be the name of somebody you'd want to watch out for (laughs) so when people think about names in Ireland we think about Irish names and the popularity of Irish names and this is something we both uh, we both wrote wrote articles about you for the examiner and I for the journal about kind of the 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 fashions and patterns in names in Ireland and and with, with, with Irish names two things come up very frequently is the pronunciation game and then spelling variations and we have with us an, an Emer and a Cloda, two names that have both been subject to um, bespoke spellings. Yeah, I was actually I on a call. I was on a conference call there with work a while ago, and there was someone from Israel on the call, and you could see they were trying to refer to me without ever saying my name, and it was just kind of sat there, and I was like, I'm going to see what what's that about the Irish office? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that's Emer. Yeah. And they were like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like in Jinx when someone yeah. is, isn't saying your name. Like, what is that young lady? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Irvin> Jinx. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we're kind of prime examples of like, you find any spelling, you're like, grand it'll do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, for stage. sure. No, yeah. I could not give two Fs about the GH at the end of my name at this stage. Like, I nearly would prefer if I was just C-L-O-D-A because it's phonetic that way. But then, you know, there's a whole argument, you know, if you're changing your spelling, does that change your identity? Does it change this? Does it change that? Do you have a right to the right spelling? And I don't know. There's lots of things to unpack. But. And are you, have you been clodacked and clodagged? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually really interesting. Like, it's people who have English as their first language who get really frightened by my name. It's other people, like, say, French people, Spanish people, people who don't have English as a first language. They see my name and they're ready to not be able to pronounce it. So they're happy to try and they get it right at about two goes later. But I've had English people and I say, my name is Cloda. And they're like, oh, OK. And then they see it written down. And then they're like, and they just like can't cope at all. They just cannot deal with the... The weird spelling and the weird pronunciation. It's just, it's a very strange one. It is interesting. They, they sense a trap, perhaps they some do. sort of they really do. Irish pixiness at and foot. Like, <laughs> there's so much interaction and communication and travel and, you know, exchange between Ireland and England. I mean, we're an hour away from each other. Mm. And like, the Brits are still so terrified of Irish names. Like, there's a personal trainer in my gym and uh, he calls the roll at the start of the classes and now we've been there for months like and every single time he's like I Imer <laughs> and I'm like Emer and he's like oh yeah Grant and I can guarantee you the next Wednesday I'll go in and I'll do like my spin class or whatever and he'll be like I I <laughs> and I'm sitting there I'm like Emer and he's like oh yeah Grant <laughs> The only thing that's building bridges I think or well a thing that's building bridges is the storm name so I think there's been a storm mm-hmm. Cloda hasn't there? has there? been a storm Cloda that, yeah. did that 
make any difference. It was actually the weakest storm that year. Oh, <laughs> that <laughs> is terrible yeah. luck. It was yeah. horrific. I was so thrilled when there was a storm cloud. I was honestly ready to like, you know, just scream my name from the rooftops and have all the mists. Understandings, you're you know, always hoping. Away. You are always hoping. You was are. It, was you're it one of those storms that was almost named afterwards, and it was only reluctantly accorded storm status because of one reading I on a weather vane, like on a on a on a boy <laughs> somewhere out in the yeah. North Sea, or yeah. It was literally that. Like I remember telling people, "Oh, storm cloud is about," and they're like, "What? Like what storm?" Yeah. <laughs> Has there been a storm emer yet? Not yet. No. Don't think there's been a storm emer. Okay. Yeah. That could be a breakthrough, but then they might like, spell it E M E R. So yeah, you mightn't uh, you mightn't get the the storm dividend is what I'm calling it now. Yeah. I've mm. been waiting royalties. for a storm column to get column back in because column is now the name of pretty much just distant IRA people. It's, it's <laughs> aged. Yeah. There's no, um, there hasn't been new columns. It's miles down. There's columns and the column is not a column. Like it's like yeah. giving me tea and I'm saying, what kind of tea is it? Is it Barry's? Well, it's Lipton's. No, it's not the same. Like, <laughs> yeah. Column is not column. Yeah. Apologies to all columns out there, but column is... The one. Yeah, uh, call that a yeah. column. Yeah. And uh, so I, I just, I feel that it's a, it's there's room because it's hard to find names for you know for parents. They're kind of searching around, and names will be coming back. Some names I don't think will ever come back. I think Column can come back. Mary's on the way back, but Marie will take another decade. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know. Will we see Maura? You might see Maura with an M O Y or an M O I coming back. Um, yeah. Eileen, I think, might be coming back, which is my mother's name. Um, it'll be a while before we see Bernadette's back. Yeah, I think the thing is, there's like some names like have have taken a, a serious whack, and I think there's sometimes there's an association with a particular person who has that name. Sometimes there might be a if there's a if there's a class association or something like that. That yeah. could be uh, if a name is is seen as particularly popular. Some people might think it's a bit déclassé. After a while, and I know that was a friend of mine who has who has one of the most popular names in Ireland at the moment, even though it was not most popular when she was born. It was very, it was the name Emily. And yeah, just the rise of Emily. The the basically the Jack and Emily. Um, we're we're in the era of Jack and Emily, and it is a um, it's a very strange era because like when I was born, I think uh, the Irish names were very popular in the from the late seventies up until the early nineties. The year of Italian ninety, I think that all the top five girls' names were Irish names. We're distinct, we're distinctively Irish. Irish names now, Irish names are still very popular, but there's no one or two. There's no kind of five or six leaders. There's just lots and lots of Irish names that are very popular. And for the forty-year-old or late thirties, early forties, Emily's trying to think of what sparked them. Like, is it as obscure as third term at Mallory Towers? You know, is it like is it mm-hmm. Enid Blyton books, Emily's, or where did they? I'm trying to think where they came from because there are no movie stars who are say Meryl Streep age, yeah. called Emily. I think I, I could be wrong. You know, there's a Judy. So Judy is kept going, Judy Dench or yeah. Helen's. But there's no, I don't think there's any Emily. So you often wonder, but there is a, there's a cohort of, <laughs> of Emily's born in the late 70s. I think possibly, because I think in the 70s it was a very middle class name and any Emily I know my age would be kind of, would, would have gone to a private school and possibly Bronte. I was just going to oh, say, yes, and yeah. Kate Bush, Wuthering yes. Heights as well. That's Possibly, right. that's, that's of course. Right. Oh yeah, of course. That, yeah. that, that came around at the same I time. I was just going to say, nineteen seventy-eight was like that year. So like the song Kate Bush. I yeah. can't believe I didn't think of that. Sorry, <laughs> I was I was typically um, male-centric uh, yeah, discussion there, Kate where Bush we're just like fun, literally so. not able to see the thing that's right in front of us. Of course, yes, that makes perfect sense. Gavin, do you have anything for sale at the moment? 
Only my life's work at the moment. Uh, my first novel, Anne Devine, ready for her close-up, is in all good bookshops. It's in bookshops where they sell other stuff. It's in Lidl, it's in Tesco, it's in petrol stations, and uh, it makes the perfect last-minute thoughtful gift. Congratulations on being in Easton's number one. That's right, yeah. And just a novelist. I can mm-hmm. finally got the degree in write. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> nice. So hang on, we're going to get back to, because your name, Column, obviously means a dove or a scar. That's right, yeah. And I, sorry, what was the second one? Scar. A scar. And is it just coincidentally means two separate things? Yeah, I think as the, the, the column meaning comes from the Latin. Like, Latin. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and whereas it's going to the Irish one, just as coincidental, like a column, column, like is a scarred dove. Okay, right. This changes everything. Yeah. And because I remember um, I once was going out with a Spanish girl and we'd been through the whole, oh, my name, you know, Paloma and all that kind of thing. The kind of stuff you say early on in a relationship with somebody who speaks a different language just to show how cool and erudite you are. Mm -hmm. But uh, she said to me that I was kind of going out to visit her uh, at one point and her mother said, what time is the pigeon arriving? And so that really (laughs) (laughs) undercut my, because I had pictured myself as, a change maker, a bird of peace, a logo yeah. that could change people's minds, whereas now it's just somebody eating someone's vomit, really. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What does Cloda mean, Cloda? Cloda doesn't really have a name meaning as such. It's like there's rumours going around rumours. There's like anecdotal. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much this about bitch Cloda, right? <laughs> we'll end to those rumours once and for all. <laughs> it's like some people say it comes from the goddess of the river Cloddy, which okay. is in either Tipperary or Wexford. I'm not too sure. There's Bung Clody in Wexford as well. And there's different, I think there's different River Clodys. There might be like one in Wexford, one in Tipperary and one maybe in Monaghan. I could be wrong okay. about that. It doesn't have like a specific name meaning, which is frustrating because I honestly, it's the worst name to have. Like it's unpronounceable. It doesn't have a meaning. <laughs> like, <there's laughs> and yet you're good. a good person. I know. Yeah. yeah. Deep in my soul. I think it comes through. But <laughs> yeah, it's a funny one. I don't know. I've never really known like if there is actual you know evidence apparently there was one kind of like really wealthy cloda in the 1930s where like she was the daughter of a really wealthy person in ireland and that kind of sparked off a different um generation of clodas and that really upset that family because they wanted her to have a really um a really unique name you know so Names are a bit like finding some obscure album and wanting simultaneously to tell everybody about how good your musical taste is, but then hating when that band gets popular. popular, Oh, yeah, there's a (laughs) I remember when, yeah, there was a moment when uh, when the Red Hot Chili Peppers weren't that big and people were enjoying them. And then there was one boy in the class would call him De Coursey. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, once De Curcy's heard of a band, they're not cool anymore. <laughs> like, he ruined Nirvana, he ruined the Chili Peppers, and he's going to ruin Oasis. <laughs> the De Curcy so. effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he, like, he wasn't a bad guy. He just, like, you know, he was just the last to know. Was he basic? Is that the problem, Derek? He was terribly basic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Derek was extra, and this lad was basic. <laughs> Which brings the question, can you can you be sued for defamation if somebody calls you basic on a podcast? Is that, like, is that a defamatory statement? Listen. Or is it, or, or actually, are we embracing, we, we embrace basic all the time, though. I'm In sure. order for De Courcy to sue, he has to basically admit that he's recognisable from this, which means he must realise deep down he is basic. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. There'd be interesting case as well, too, where a judge goes through all his choices 
you know, yeah. whether he's like listens to Coldplay or the script or whatever, and then mm. you know, then works out because there was a court case uh, a few years back between I can't remember whether Apple were suing Samsung or Samsung were suing Apple about some design feature, and the judge had to go into a long. Um, study of whether something was cool or not and like so there were legalese around the coolness of a particular design which obviously as soon as you attach that much focus on cool then cool disappears you know it's the observer changes the experiment kind of thing yeah and speaking of cool I guess one of the coolest young people at the moment who seems to have really connected with and has become a real marker of whether you're old or not is whether you get Billie Eilish Okay. I love her. And the fact that you said Eilish and not Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you but go. Like, <laughs> she has, like, her brother has a really strong Irish name the, as well. He's they, like Fergus yeah. or something. Yeah, Phineas O'Connell. Phineas, they're, they're yeah. O'Connells. And yeah. so, I mean, whether or not, I mean, it, it'd be, on one level, I mean, they might be very f- distantly connected from their Irish heritage. And it can be a bit cringy for Irish people to, to claim every person with us with an American, with every American person with an Irish surname or a name. But it'd be really weird if they if she just randomly came to the name Eilish without or Eilish without Her any reference to Her dad is Patrick O'Connell. So. He uh, sounds like he's from Bruges. Uh-huh, I have her mm. Wikipedia here. <laughs> um, so Billie Eilish O'Connell was born in California in 2000, 2001. She is the daughter of Maggie Bard <laughs> and Patrick O'Connell. Eilish is of Irish and Scottish descent and she was raised in Los Angeles Highland Park. The fact that she's not first generation shows tremendous preservation of a very Irish name through uh, sequential generations of American bollocksology when it comes to Irish names. You know, surname switching and yeah. like mm. uh, and terrible spelling i mean terrible all all children are precious but terrible spelling well, uh i i i don't know much about Billie eilish apart from just hearing i actually don't know her music but i do respond positively to the fact that she's like she's not finnegan as her first name you know that i just yeah. i i my i i understand where surnames lie they're at the end and i can't deal with uh <laughs> You know, people. Well, I can, yeah. I can, I can dig a Ryan. Fair enough. Ryan's been there around a good mm. while now. Yeah, I have listened to Billie Eilish, and I think, and I was listening to uh, like there's a lot of um, references to kind of Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson stuff, which are and really, really cool. And the Doors, and she's like clearly very musically literate and very interesting. Not too keen her use of duh and well duh in her lyrics, but that's another day's uh, another day's topic. It may be a few layers abstracted from her so that she doesn't. Even isn't even aware I think, I think of almost, what it's sitting on top of. I, I actually I do think that because the fact that her brother was involved in Glee, wasn't he? And very very brief. He was an extra in Glee. Oh, I, oh, I, thought, he was, oh, I thought he was more involved, but sure. Yeah. But they, they were obviously um, Glee was very progressive in its inclusion of people with disabilities. And see, I'd say I'd say a lot of people don't even realize that well is connected to that, but is connected to a a, a uh, impression of. Um, of of way people with certain disabilities have uh, affect their speech. I didn't know about that until your podcast. Actually, I hadn't made the link. Oh. I kind of mm-hmm. maybe linked it to I don't know Wayne's World or Beavis and Butthead or something yeah. mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Again, because all of these things sit on top of a layer. Yeah, and and then it's like it's like finding out that your parents 
or your ancestors derived. It's like living in a big house and thinking, well, I've done pretty well. And then realizing it came <laughs> from slave money 300 years mm-hmm. ago that that it's so abstracted. But at the same, so you can't be blamed for that per se, but you can't go around saying, well, we're self-made people. That's This is the very thing. I, and I do think that sometimes it's, it's a case that we, very often we use terminology or, or expressions and that realize if you do a little scratching you realize there's a you know there's a it's a problematic origin and then and then you wonder it does change will changing it affect anything and then maybe if it does actually just make you if it's just a, a way of reminding yourself that actually that that other kinds of people exist and maybe that's useful but we're drifting a little bit off topic um <laughs> just a little um so that, that'll be a first in this i imagine <laughs> Look, yeah we so, have never gone on a tangent before. But sure, sure. What's look. the Irish for tangent, by the way? Oh, um, yeah. Did you do maths through Irish? I didn't. I okay. d- didn't go to girl school at all. In fact, I was quite bad at Irish in school. Okay. I had an Irish teacher who referred to me as a waste of silent letters. Oof. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's, that's a, nasty. Incredibly that's specific. A curse that's somewhere yeah. in yeah. like something that you might hear in a fictional fantasy series that is tipped for to be the next big movie thing but hasn't quite made it yet. That's a, yeah. that's a real that's a real punch in the guts that one. He's uh, he's um, he was an interesting guy. But the so we were, one of the things we were talking there about the books how when you're writing a, when you're picking a character's name as opposed to a child's name you want to be able to say straight away, you know, that this, this certain certain names carry a certain generational uh, weight and that you think well this person is probably this this person's probably 40. They're, you know, Derek is probably 40 or more. Uh, he is like he's certainly not younger than that. And then, yeah. whereas um, um, Shakira is probably um, is probably exactly uh, well, young. You, you you. It depends on whether you want the name of the character to be part of the plot. And if you name them something that jars, you'll either need to explain it or accept the fact that people are going to be wondering whether you're up to something. This is, I mean, this is my first novel. I actually do not know how to write books <laughs> in, in some ways, but. Um, so they're all generally within the sort of bell curve of their year. Like Anne of Anne Divine is Anne without an E, hmm. which is more common in women of, say, 60 or over. Yeah. I think Anne with an E is like that silent E, I think, is more English or French in origin. I think it's I could be sure. Notion Is it? Yeah. Uh, what are you doing with your extra E? Who do you think you are? And uh, so that was that was a thing. You're pushing it with the two ends. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, then her husband is Dennis, which is a solid enough name. But there's no Dennis's being born now. You again, Dennis is hmm. 35 yeah. or over. Just yeah, for... Anne and Dennis, they're definitely like their kids are gone off to college now. Yeah, the yeah. youngest. I st- and the problem is, I'm trying to have as many ages represented amongst their children. They have four children, and I just about like I've, I'm literally doing the sums about. Okay, the last one's a bit of a late surprise. Yeah. In order that she's uh, like late 50s and has a child who's just heading off. He's, he's repeating or, you know, he's 20. Yeah. And so Dennis was the, uh, was it was ranked 21 in 1964 for names. Yeah. So it was well up there. It was, it's been in fairly steady decline since then. Yeah. It, it fell out of the top 50 in 1977. So effectively, yeah, anyone and, and people called Dennis are probably over 40. And, uh, and then, and now it is currently currently ranking. It's down, it? it's yeah, it's it's dropped out of the top hundred in, it dropped out of the top hundred in two thousand and three. So actually, that's yeah. And then, yeah, recent, now, yeah. now we've got yeah forty two births in twenty seventeen. Likewise, Denise has disappeared as well, probably. Yeah. And 
so Dennis, you know why the... Denise went? Because of all those de nephew jokes. De nephew, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's true. How could I be so blind? Look at look at me there, trying to find a a sociological reason for it, and it was just staring me in the in the face. Uh, Dennis, like there was obviously Dennis Leary, Dennis Hopper. I don't think there was um, there was a serial killer. I think wasn't Dennis? Isn't there a serial killer called Dennis Nielsen? There may have been, um, but they're all tough guy names. And Dennis the Menace, and as well. Yes, and Dean. Dennis Penis. It might have been Dennis Penis killed it off. You know, it, it's uh, he was. How old is that? that Dennis, on... Dennis Penis was, was so late nineties. It was like it was. It was emphatically late nineties, yeah. and it's kind of um, um, like a prov- intentionally provocative, being a celebrity obsessed, being and uh, and being kind of drunk studenty humor, and, and probably did enough to take the the wind out of, a, of an already vulnerable name, yeah, <laughs> a name that didn't have the strength and depth that other bigger names would have. But what is the those names? We talk about Jacks, but like Connor has stuck around yes. for ages, mm-hmm. and there's a few other Aiden Irish and... ones that just hang in there, and they're incredibly resilient. And it's a there's definite boy girl difference, isn't there? There's less variety in boy names, isn't there? Like boys are given yeah. safer names. Mm-hmm. It there's definitely people people don't take as much risks with a boy's name, maybe because they think that uh, there's various reasons for that. But uh, um, certain girls' names. One I did when I was doing some research on this for there was um. I found that, say, Sinead and Ashling had both taken serious knocks and in their popularity at various stages. But Aoife is the one of the Irish names that has just has it's held its own like right in that it's 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 been in the it's been in the top five for like um twenty for nearly thirty years. Do girls in school bully each other over their names? Would you do like Cloda the Schnoda? Like you know, does <laughs> n- bullying didn't make any sense? But or is there more? Because in I think boys' schools, if yeah. you've anything other, anything that is anyway off piste, you'll get slammed for it. Just wondering. So, I think girls in school would bully you over anything. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Like if it's not your name, it's gonna be something else. Yeah. You know, like they're brutal. Um, I don't know. I mean, like obviously my surname is Duffy, and I have um quite frizzy curly hair naturally, so you can imagine. Um, that fluffy Duffy became a thing for a while. So Emer got left alone. It just wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Ne- it wasn't even the. It's like if I had to bully you, I yeah. wouldn't start there. Kind no, of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but don't yeah. cut that out now as your <laughs> <laughs> as your side post for the entire episode. If I had to bully you, Emer. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like, I think it's think, less yeah. common. I think among girls, it's definitely less common. Probably. Like, yeah. I don't the girls bullying is more sophisticated it and is sneaky, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So oh. therefore like boys are so basic when it comes to yeah. bullying that it's, you know, your nose or your your funny ears or something. Yeah. I mean, that's probably in, prim- mm-hmm. up, in primary school I was O'Shea the gay. And then in secondary school they noticed how my name O'Shea was spelt and it was O'Shagirda. Okay. That's a bit of sophistication. Okay. And yeah. but but Derek was changed to Dalek and Darth at different points, but that was more affectionate nicknaming as opposed yeah. to um Supposed to actually slagging, yeah. The uh, but yeah, the um, the it's. I think yeah, there's all. It's funny because you know some things just become your nickname. <laughs> like when you um, some yeah, a person like I'm aware of a guy whose nickname is Salad because one I think one day he must have eaten a salad and he just became called Salad. And well, he pretty much deserves that, really. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, the, the neck. But so, do you think that the safer boys' names are safer because well, if he, if you're going to call him that, he's going to be called Blah the Blair. 
mm-hmm. for the yeah. rest of his life. Whereas uh, naming a girl, I certainly didn't think of like that. Mm. Uh, we weren't really doing too much. We were never going to have too far off piste anyway, but I wasn't yeah. thinking that they'd been slagged for their name. This is that because it's like, I, and, and we know lots of boys called Fiacra who just called Teeth and their, their nickname became Teeth. Okay. Oh, and huh. never heard someone. Then, yeah, me neither. Well, maybe it's it's probably it's probably a side side thing. I'm dark. I'm from the south. But as in, I'm saying <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed for my peers and their it's weak attempts at kind of that you know at arch you know Flan O'Brien esque humor. Um, <laughs> but uh, and obviously lads called Angus got typically called Fungus. Even Angus McAnally used to be called like by Mike Murphy Fungus McAnulty. You know, like on air. Anne with a knee has dropped like a stone. Yeah. Whereas, so basically, Anne with a knee was again with uh, was was number five in nineteen sixty four. Was still was was still kind of rocking rocking high in nineteen eighty five. At you know in thirty five thirty five. It's it's currently there are five births in twenty seventeen of Anne with a knee. Compare that to the slightly more sophisticated Anna, or maybe sophisticated too hard a word. Not a big name in the in the early sixties. Um, only 214 births and but then currently that is the most popular version of Anne or Anna is it's there's 12 there it's ranked number 12 yeah I don't know the answer to this but I wonder how the impact of telly coming into Ireland in a big way say RT started in 1961 but people probably didn't get a telly late 60s early 70s uh, secondary school education people having babies a bit older. I'd love to know how that, whether that has an impact. Like, do you choose a different name depending on how much of life you've lived before you get to name your first child? Like, do you meet, have you met more people with a different name or have you seen more, t- you know, I'd, 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 it's it's something that probably would not stand up to rigorous statistical analysis, but I'd, it's something I'd love to know whether it has an effect. Do you know what you're named after? Is there any provenance for your Emer and your Cloda? I didn't have a name for days because my mom full on expected me to be a boy. Okay. And then I came along and they were like, oh, we can't call her that. And um, do you know what you would have been called as a boy? Yeah, I would have been called my grandfather on my mom's side, Fred. Okay. Don't, Fred Duffy. Yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> think That's I That's the name of somebody who gets things done, I imagine. <laughs> or, or is incredibly dodgy as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he would have gotten yeah. on to right now. Because that Fred him. wasn't a Duffy, was he, if he was on your mother's side? No. Yeah, yeah. Fred, Fred Duffy sounds like he rubs his hands together when he's yeah. thinking of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a wheeze. Yeah, so I didn't have a name for ages. Eventually, I think she got so sick of the nurses ringing her up being like, have you named the child yet? That she just found a name in a baby book and was like, Grant. Okay. We'll mm. just go with that one. And um, as well, my name is spelled with like an E father. It's like E father, I-M-E-A-R. Um, and everyone's like, oh my God, your name should be pronounced like Aimer. I'm like, take that up on my birth cert, do you know? <laughs> I didn't do it. So I'm like, did my mom spell my name wrong? Did she? What is the definition of wrong? I don't know. I, I have a big issue because, like, we, that there is the, the kind of the Las Serena's name, we decided not to go with the silent FH. The idea is, you know, like most people drop the silent letters Norla. Orla, there's there's several accepted spellings of Orla as a name. Where would the F H go in Las Rena? L A S A I R F H I. I think the big. I thought ten letters is plenty. 
And I was basically going on the same way that that Fanula that, that typically has those hand letters in the middle dropped. Leave a bit of room or, in her Twitter yeah. handle as well too. Exactly. Yeah, in fairness. Like, so you need to be thinking about like before, before the vaccines. <laughs> I, I had... An, I had certain, you know, kind of you know, the way the internet has, is full of these kind of wise, uh, wise, quiet men who, you know, will, will 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 pain themselves to advise you to give you some of their wisdom, and you know, and they they, they won't even wait for you to ask them. They'll yeah. just, you know, yeah, they're and, your reply yeah. guy. So I had, mm-hmm. um, yes, I had one fellow just you know, say, ask if I realized I spelt my daughter's name wrong, and I was like, uh-huh. I didn't, I chose not to reply to him. Yeah, but um. I do have, and I've mentioned this before. There's a there's a lot of wrong tags going around there. I do think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I just think that if I know technically any letters can go anywhere, but it's the it's I because of the A D H, and mm-hmm. then it's G because of the G, and I don't know what else you'd put in. No, there's silent letters, and then there's letters. That are like people who turn up to a meeting because they like going to meetings but don't do anything, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, because I raised this before on the can't remember where I raised it, and people were giving me spellings like there was a D H G H D H, which is like no. that's a postcode, you know. <laughs> and uh, I I don't know for some reason it's the one that kind of goes. It's it's a nice name. It has its nice complexity, which is very Irish in the mm-hmm. way we sp- in the way we speak Irish. Yeah. And then I felt that stuff was being added on for notionness, People but has no function. Irish I don't know. Enough. Am I? Am I? Is that like? Is that the hill I should die on? <laughs> it's really funny. I've seen Cloda spelled C L O W D A. Seriously, wow. yeah. No, Ooh. it's really. I'm not sure if they were just that concerned about it being so unpronounceable, but like, or that, did they want to make it? That unique? brings you into chowder, then, doesn't it? Like, yeah. It's really, it's really funny. Yeah, I don't know. Do, are you named after a 1930s heiress or is there someone in the in between? It's a really funny one. Like my name took a kind of a weird journey. Like my mum desperately wanted to call her first girl, if she ever had a girl, Zippera, as in like the Jewish name. Oh. In which case I would have been shortened to Zippy, in which case it would have been Zippy McGinley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I don't know how I could get your attention apart from going, Zippy, so, in a way, like, I do wish I had that name. I think it would be kind yeah. of iconic. But we, like, we can call you Zippy. I'm saved. There are so many people who I've told that I'm saved on their phone as Zippy. Zippy McGinley. Zippy that's McGinley. A great name, that's yeah. my pen name. I don't, I find it hard to believe that if your name was Zippy McGinley, <laughs> that you would end up as uh, somebody working in hedge fund administration. Like, it was the name that would lead you it's not on, actually, on yeah. some sort of destiny type journey yeah. yeah but they you, you, do actually say that though like about names that like there's been research done and there's a really ridiculously high number of people who have jobs that are um they have jobs that match the same letter of their first name so lauren the lawyer or like Clem, the comedian yeah there or we go. like what, Derek the dickhead I, was, yeah. I didn't want to say it <laughs> Dara Dara Dreiter Dreiter yeah but the, it is interesting that you mentioned that and that certain names have a certain cachet and that they're saying that 17 years ago there was only like six or seven Hugos born but in the Leinster Senior Cup match there was three Hugos on the team yeah. uh, like two two Hugos in one team and one on the other and that basically this meant that almost anyone who called their kid Hugo was uh from a very strong rugby background, yeah. But I, one of the things about Hugo, I suppose, is the is the Irish form of it being a. Is that right? A O G H. Right. Is the is Irish the common Irish, Irish version of uh, yeah. Hugo okay. or Hugo? 
And what's the Irish for Hugh? Is that also I A? Think they, they both it, say, yeah, yeah, it would be one and the same. Like I would have said that A would have been the Irish um, translation of Hugh. Mm. But like Hugh, Hugo. What about Aegon? That's not Hugo. That's a separate um, name, is it? No, That's Aiden. Aiden is Aegon. Is it? It's, okay. But the, the funny thing is, in Devolder has dictionary, because generally speaking now, there's the... The position is that you know names are names and translating names is 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 a is an inherently colonial act, but that people didn't feel that way in the late fifties. And in Devolder's dictionary, he gives certain Irish names as entries, and he says what the English is. And Rory is Roger. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh yeah. Take that, Rory's. <laughs> and then yeah, there's a few other names because it's like the big thing is is Eilish, Alice, or Elizabeth, and um, and maybe maybe Eilish is just Eilish and leave leave it be. Yeah. yeah. It was a thing that I used to have a bugbear about until I, well, I kind of got rid of the bugbear. It was just the way um, Irish used to translate countries abroad and it all sent, mm-hmm. it always felt sort of affected. Uh, so I always, so the one example I always use is on the Roy Hadoch, Saudi Arabia, because it made it like the Sadoch, oh, the Sadoch, like, you know, as if yeah. the Sadoch was a character who was a fierce, a mighty cornerback three years in a row, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but yet I suppose the word sod as written in Roman letters mm. and said in England, English and various Western Europeans is obviously, you know, an, an approximation of what the original Arabic is anyway. So yeah. to complain about Irish calling him, ha- you know, the Hodig, you know, you're yeah. all, it's it, neither is right. Uh, but uh, having said that, some are just kind of hilarious, like Tajikistan, <laughs> as Padder was talking about. I think it was Tajikistan was the example he used because... You know, of course, the Stones of Central Asia. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. when they came over, that's that's what they called. What's we call them? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, it's 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 a thing that, that there's there's most countries are broadly similar. The Switzerland is on Elvish, which looks sounds like Elvis, so it's yeah. easy to remember. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it was a kind of a nice. Hel- I like Elvish because it goes back to uh, Helvetica, yeah. the typeface after which. Switzerland was originally called because that was the only typeface they used there Absolutely. Uh, in prehistoric times. Yeah, there are. There. <laughs> That's a bit of Din Hanukkah for you there now. That's that is yeah, actually the that is so dishandent Din Hanukkah and yeah. and low it came to be that the yeah. font. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, and 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 underneath the font they found much Nazi gold. Yeah, and nobody said a word about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No one said a word about it because the font wasn't right readable on the other people's computers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Classic. So um, before we wrap up, Calm, I, I, we like to ask our special guests what their favourite Irish word is. Oh, can we make it relevant and do like favourite Irish names? Yes. How about yeah. favourite Irish names? Or have you got a, have you got a top three and a bottom three? On the table. Favourite <laughs> Irish names. Uh, I do like Tyke. I think it's it has that. Um, it's one of the few names where Irish people pronounce the th in it. You know, they'll give it the full, mm. the, the full whack. Uh, and also, when I was small, I used to have a little, well, it was like a little security blanket, but it was like tiny, and mm-hmm. it was called a tigeen. Oh, so it used to put me to sleep when I was, That's you know, adorable. before I went to college. No, I was, yeah. I was five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I'm trying to think, I do uh, like because no, I'm a niece. Uh, I like the name Duran. Yeah, I love the German and it's, as well. it's it's a, a solid but pretty name as well. You know, it kind of uh, and it has a bit of heft or something. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of any others. That two for two for now. Two for now. Um, obviously, I've both both my children of Irish names and Art and Lots of Serena up there. But apart from those, I love the girl's name Realteen. 
yeah. star. Yeah. And there was a name that my father threatened to to name us. And he wound up my my mother's mother, my grandmother, by saying that he's going to call the first one, the first boy, Chuchichicha. Right. Which means narrow of tooth or slender of tooth. Oh. But it's Chuchichicha. Uh, and, uh, and she's like, how do you spell that one? And yes, there is there is a way, but um, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely honours. I presume slender of tooth would have been seen as a praisey name, even though it's gum disease is what the problem is. <laughs> slender of tooth, isn't it? I think it means you don't like yeah that that your um your 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 the line of your teeth just looks very kind of is is your your teeth the actual when you smile your teeth are straight Regular. and yeah okay. and not not sticking out. So the idea is it's like great teeth, great teeth guy. Right. I mean, it's maybe easier to pick up as a nickname than a real name, but yeah. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Claude? Two names? Two names. I really do like Alana, I have to say, because, I mean, it leans Alanov, you know, like, it's kind of like, you know, a lovely affectionate yeah, name, nice. I think. Um, There are loads. I do love Blaheen. I wish Blaheen wasn't so difficult to pronounce if you see it written down on paper, because I think it's a gorgeous name, like Little Flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Evine is lovely as well. And then boys' names. I don't know. I do like Tig as well. Tig is a really nice name. Um, yeah, there are loads. I actually, yeah, I think about this a lot more than I should, so I should have more names. <laughs> 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 I can't think of any on the spot though. I'll tweet them later. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think I've always loved the name Ferdia. Mm-hmm. I think it's a gorgeous name. I love Ferdia and I love Fakna. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, we're flying. Uh, we're in Dublin Airport there maybe two weeks ago, and you'll be like, Erlingus have all their planes named, and one of them was Fockna. And I was like, Oh, ma'am, like, I really like that name. I'd kind of forgotten about it. And ma'am was like, No. <laughs> I'm like, All right, I won't make you name your kids Fockna. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I never really think of like girls' names, but I do like the name Aoife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there will be Aoife's around in a thousand years' time. I yeah. can't say that about lots of names. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, like it's kind of it's a name that's like stood the test of time. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, the Darren is going to go the way of Ethelrod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've listened to the History of English podcast, and so there's a a few hours worth of going wading through the Anglo-Saxons and the Egberts and the Ethelreds and all that, <laughs> and uh, they're. They're all very strong names, but they're all like God's spear slammed in through the back of your head kind of mm-hmm. name. And they just, they don't, insp- they're not, there's no tender names from that yeah. period. No. Sure, it wasn't a tender time. There's no time for holding hands and kissing <laughs> no. and, uh, yeah. and saying nice things. It was uh, fighting, riding and drinking they, meat. They would be smote by the Dane by the time, uh, by the time you'd finished naming them. So there was no point. Oh, the Dane, that fecker. Not yeah, him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like called Dean, but back west. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And on that note, Conor Regan, thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure. So until the next time, it's a slant from me. It's a slant from me. A slant from me. Mind yourselves. Hey, so we're st- we're still in the studio. Thank <laughs> you, thank you very much to Conor Regan for joining us today. Um, Motherfucker comes out every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you can't wait until Friday, <laughs> we do have some recommendations for you from the Headstuff Studios. You could listen to Double Love, Words to That Effect, or maybe Pints of Malt and many more fantastic podcasts.
Thank you very much to Brian for producing. And thank you to Kirsten Shield for doing the artwork. If you want to chat to us, you can contact the show on motherfolklore at headstuff.org. Or you can hit us up at our Twitter handles. We promise you won't bite. I'm at the Irish Four. I'm at Chuckwark underscore Emer. I'm at Clodagh McGinley. Join us next week for a fantastic mailbag episode. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. I'm trying to think of an example now. Ice Cube? Re- I don't like people called Regan.